What's up? It's Shatora. We're back with another episode of the Iron Skillet Podcast. We got the whole team in the building tonight. Whoa. We got my man Master Logue. You know how we rocking. T. Clem on the boards. Bull Whip fresh off of work. Whoa, whoa. And my man Matthew Carter in the building, what's man. What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? Uh-huh. He's an amazing local um, hip-hop artist, and we're here tonight. We're going to get into his story. And um, Matthew, I don't know a whole lot about you, so I want to start off with like the basics. Like, where are you from? Are you from this area? And what was, like, growing uh, up like? I was born in Leesburg, Virginia. Okay. And uh, I lived there till I was, like, six or seven. And I was, like, in a total suburban-ass, like, neighborhood and, like, right behind the uh, courthouse in Leesburg. And then uh, I moved to Louisiana. And my mom, she got married. Like, we moved. She got married to this dude. And um, I moved to, like, the total ghetto. Like, that's I wild. was, like, the only white kid in my neighborhood for, like, three years. And that's kind of where, like, my love for hip-hop came in. That's just shell shock. Leesburg yeah, to yeah. Louisiana. Wow. Yeah, like, in I think we were in Raceland, which is, like, right outside of Homa, which isn't New Orleans. It's, like, it's country, but, like, I was literally, like, the only white kid. And, like, that's where I started getting into, like, 3-6 and, like, Wu-Tang and stuff like that. That's wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How, we all love the Wu. How long <laughs> did you live in that area for? Is that where you... Um, I want to say like three or four years mm-hmm. and then I moved back up here in Virginia for a little bit with my grandma and then my dad lives in Florida so I, I kind of like bounced around like from the south to east coast a lot basically so I'm kind of like east coast mixed with like southern. That's fire you were exposed to that much though at a young age. Yeah. Getting to see yeah, different for places. Sure, for sure. It was cool. My mom moved around a lot like uh, my stepdad worked offshore so like he wasn't ever there. He would go like for months at a time and be gone but like I'll be with my mom, and, like, she liked music a lot, so there was always music in the house. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Fire. So you said you got into, I talked about a couple influences, like Wu-Tang and, and all of that. 3-6 Mafia, Wu-Tang. Yeah, 3-6. Uh, old Nelly, like, when I was a kid, I loved Nelly. Um, but I was also, like, always into rock music, too. So, like, I always listen to um, Kurt, a lot of Kurt Cobain, like Nirvana, like, um... Mm-hmm. I love the unplug like acoustic stuff, but I, like anybody in like two thousand three or two, like it was like Blink One Eighty Two things oh, yeah. like that. Just just alternative music. I feel it. So I've always kind of like not just only liked rap. Like I love everything. I love Michael Jackson. Like I, I love. I can everything. hear that in your current music, and I definitely I know we we talked about yeah, digging I was, into I could that. Say that too. Um, so a lot of times I like to hear about people's first experience, like writing and making their first song. Like I feel like. It's one thing to be interested in music. Everybody in the world's interested in music, but like, what pushed you to actually be like, I'm gonna write when something I, and record it? When I was younger, I would just like make fun of songs and redo the lyrics, and then like that eventually led to like me thinking, wow, well if I can do this, I can make my own songs. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like low key started on some like funny like Weird Al Yankovic type of, like <laughs> just to be funny as a kid, just yeah. making like songs that are popular on the radio and turning them into other things, and then um. I always wanted to be in a band and stuff, but I didn't know anybody who like played instruments, and I couldn't sing, really. I sing way better now, but as a kid, I could not sing. I couldn't really figure it out. So I was like, I'll rap because I just want some creative outlet, you know? So, like, yeah. I like... And it was, like, a kind of a shock factor because, like, no one expected me to. That's... So I wanted to do it, and I started battling at school and just... What? Yeah. How'd that go? Was there money involved and stuff like that? Uh, no, it was kind of, I just wanted to be cool, man. Like I was kind of a nerdy <laughs> fucking white kid. Like yeah. I, I was just like, uh-huh. I would get made fun of a lot. And, um, 
I just had certain friends that did that already. And one day I kind of just jumped up. I was kind of tired of being the butt of the joke because I would watch and people would always kind of use me as like an example of like what's bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> or like Matt, da 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 da. So, because yeah. I like, I didn't have a lot of money growing up. I had bummy clothes, things like that. So, like, I was like, well, if I'm like funnier than everybody and I rap better than everybody, like, they can't say shit to me. So, yeah. like, that I like totally got on that type of vibe. The story of a true underdog, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sounds like he kind of took the Eminem tactic That's and, what I'm and thinking. used everything that they were throwing at him to his advantage. Yeah, and yeah, like, I, I like, and then people just started like, yo, like, Matt's crazy, but like, he can rap, like, so like, he's cool, like, let him hang out. That's dope. Yeah. So. Made a name for yourself. Yeah, yeah, as a kid, like, and that was like, when I first started rapping, so like, I didn't, I went under, like, my, like, nickname, which is Mutt. Like, in my family, like, people call me Mutt. Yeah. Mutt. So, like, that was my old rap name. Back is that where Smut, Smut Lord comes from? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Smut, Mutt. Like, people would make fun of me because, like I said, I was doing all that stuff with, like, the girls, and they would always be like, yo, Smut, Smut Carter. And I was like, that's <laughs> actually cool. Like, I was like, I'll yeah. use that. I'll gonna, use that. I'm going to tweak this to my advantage. Yeah, it's what I always try to do with anything that gets thrown at me. Like, I've had a lot of, like, little local rappers write disses <clears throat> about me and stuff, and I've never really responded. I just think it's funny. R.I.P. Oh, yeah. They're probably not on your level anyway. <laughs> uh, eh, some of my friends at one point, I wouldn't say they're bad. They're just weirdos. You're just like, what's going on? Why are you hating on me? <laughs> yeah, socially awkward yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm socially awkward, too, though. I can't really hate on that. I feel like your lightheartedness, though, is, like, that's, like, a definite, like positive to be able to like not take it so yeah. serious and flip stuff and just be like whatever i feel like yeah. that's that helps to be able to just kind of brush <laughs> it off and push forward and keep on doing stuff so mm -hmm. um I, I when i scroll back on your youtube i noticed you have stuff from like 2015 2016 yeah yeah that's when i actually first started recording a lot of even like back when i was doing those shows like i've opened up for a lot of people i didn't even have songs out i would just go out there and like rock the fucking crowd with no recorded track just the beat and me rapping and that's wild just it that's was all I, it was what i knew it real. was like i didn't really know anything like i i got more i was more comfortable on stage than i was in a like a studio used to scare me when i was a kid like yeah. i was like once i recorded it's forever like it's, it's imprinted like you can go back and listen to it like what if it's garbage so like i was really really like not into recording at first and then i got with shock and shock engineers i don't engineer anything and mm -hmm. um we were just like well we're gonna find a way to make you like your music like because if you don't like your music what's the point of you doing it yeah i was sure. like because half of it was insecurity the other half of it was just like not knowing how to like use my voice which is such a thing that I feel like people outside looking in don't understand how big of an obstacle that is. Because, like, even when you're rapping, you have to be able to, like, inflect certain things and mm -hmm. control certain parts of it. And that's, like, a whole skill in itself. Mm -hmm. So I, I can definitely relate. I don't know. You want to talk to him about some of those shows, Logan? Uh, definitely. Yeah, I want to uh, okay. know some of the people that you did open up for when uh, you were first coming up. I've, like, forgotten some of the people. I hate that because I've forgotten. Like, there's a lot. And I don't like to, like, a lot of people name drop in the industry and stuff to try to, like, sound cool. And I, like, I never want to come off like that. That's dope. But um, I opened up for Mac Miller during the Blue Slide Park tour. I opened up for Machine Gun Kelly in all his Florida dates from 2011 to 2013, which was like six or seven different shows. That's probably the one person I opened up more for anybody. That's kind of like where I got a lot of my core fan base from at first. Um, Tech Nine, E40, um, mm. Cottonmouth Kings. I've done a lot of the psychopathic stuff, not insane clown posse, but I've, I've opened up for Twisted and all their people. Um, Hobson, we were the first people, my father, um, to bring Hobson to Florida. Same with me, Machine Gun Kelly. We did all those shows. Um, I know there's more, and I don't want to forget people. Um, 
Wouldn't for uh, Papa Roach? Is that that's kind of that's kind of cool? cool. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, that's uh, pretty. An Uncle Cracker. Yeah. Like Uncle Cracker. The, I I was on Warp Tour like on like this little like thing for like the local artists for a while. So I, I was around a lot of like bands and stuff. Like I I kind of done everything. I've tried to like I've done some reggae shows like um, reggae alternative shows and I ah. I was on a tour with Bam Margera one time and got Ooh. faded for a week with Bam Margera. That's and the that's lit. Yeah, it was I like, like how a that's the last showcase almost like forgot. thing. Yeah, because like, I got really messed up. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, that was cool. I was all, like I said, all in Florida all before 2015. 2015 is when I moved back up here and it's like I'm really gonna do this music stuff. So that's crazy that you were doing all that before you actually took it serious, like. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of my downfall. Like, I was like, I wish I was who I was now back then because I would have capitalized a lot right. more on the opportunities that were given to me. But it was kind of like those opportunities that were given to me kind of molded me because I really, I, I was just kind of a novice artist. Like, I, I knew what I was doing, but I didn't know where I wanted to go with it, yeah. if that makes sense. And that keeps people stagnant. If you don't have the vision, yeah. then it's like lost ambition. I just had like 150 writings that I could just kick for anybody at any point, and I was just like hungry. Like, yeah. but like that, but at the same time, I had no organization to what I did. Did you, one thing I don't want to forget, just came to my head, Did is there anything that you like learned from artists that put on a great show like you mm -hmm. opened for a lot of people mm -hmm. uh was there anyone that you saw that you were like wow they stand out and what made Tech them Nine yeah and, uh chris calico and uh stevie stone and freddie gibbs are yeah. probably some freddie of the best gibbs. live performers i've ever seen and i've seen a lot like because even like the shows that i wouldn't open on for my father that i wouldn't get a chance to open on like i would be there and i'd work still mm -hmm. and i'd hang out and i'd watch yeah so i would really say that those people over at strange music are a machine like it's a machine oh, yeah. like in the way that their work ethic is is crazier than anybody in the rap industry a lot of people like you know let's let's be real you guys been to rap shows right a lot of people suck live yeah mm -hmm. a lot yeah. of people like Facts. even like great artists that like have amazing recorded songs they suck live yeah like i've been there like mm -hmm. I, i'll say that like i'll be honest like when i've had good shows or bad shows or whatever um so to see somebody who like you can just tell that like they they rehearse on a on a constant basis. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like wow, like that's just like they're really professional. Yeah, like, it's just crazy. And that's those are wild. the people who separate themselves uh, from the term of being a rapper and an artist. You know what I'm saying? Those yeah, people take yeah. it to the and next like, level. Like showmanship, like a lot of the stuff's coordinated. Like you watch it every night. Like they'll switch up little things, but you can tell that everything, like that whole hour and a half set, they've planned it from beginning to end. Everything. Practice and it's for just, months. Straight. Yeah, yeah. Their breath control, crazy. That's no backing, me. no backing vocals. That's the part that I'm like, ugh. It's That's like the a, worst. it's so hard. Like yeah. I, I struggle with that because I, you know what I mean. I don't use a lot of backing vocals either, and I can tell if I start moving around too much. I'm like, all right, I need chill, or mm -hmm. else I'm not gonna be able to finish this song. So you're already two songs in. You're yeah, like, I'm like, oh god, go. I got chill, I got yeah. chill. Especially yeah. if you're if you're performing alone, it's never easy. Like especially like you know, there's no hype man, there's nobody. If you mess up, someone can just like pick distract somebody, pick it up, things like that. That's why I like performing with Shock. Like I'll perform alone and stuff, but I'd rather just even if it's not a Water World show, like I'd like to have Shock there. You guys seem like a dynamic duo, honestly. Like I love the. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, man. Like, like I said, that's my brother. I've known Shock like as long as I've rapped, basically. Like he was a part of that circle of friends. It was like, yo, like I can't believe Matt raps. Like, yeah. So, so did you meet him here? Like, he's is he from here? Oh, uh, well? we went to middle and high school in Charlestown, West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, that's where my grandparents lived. So what? like, I went to school out there, and we met all out there, and like 
not a big rap scene out there. So like the people that did rap were really conclusive and hung out a lot. That's dope. That's yeah. super cool. That's super lit. Heck yeah, man. I want to get into the image and how you came about branding yourself that way. I know you talked about having influences from punk rock and alternative music, but I see a lot of the uh, reoccurring themes with the cartoons. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Talk about that a little, how you got into it. I'm a nerd at the end of the day. Like, I just <laughs> sit around and watch cartoons. I'm a, that's part of it. But um, I've always wanted to, like, with this music stuff, like, once I figured out what I wanted to do, I kind of wanted to just make myself a character that was more than just me because I'm kind of boring. Like, I mean, I'm not boring. Like, obviously, I, like, I'm a creative. I, I have ideas, things like that. But, like, I just wanted something more um, animated. And we joked, and they were like, you got to be more animated. And I was like, well, how about I'm animated then? Like, <laughs> yeah. Animations of me. And I'll of take me. it and yeah. run with it. And um, a lot about, like, I used to be a really bad, um, like, I don't like to, I don't talk about it a lot, but um, I was a really bad, like, drug addict from 2006 to, like, 2013, 2014. I was really bad off, like, painkillers and shit. Yeah. And um, when I got clean, I watched a lot of it. During my, like, me kicking, I didn't get on, like, Suboxone or Methadone or anything like that. When I got clean, I, like, basically laid on a mattress for three months and just watched cartoons and was sick. So, like, I mm -hmm. felt like when I got clean, it kind of, like, was, like, weird because, like, Colors look different. Things taste like I was so far gone. Like I can, I can show y'all pictures of me back then. It, it doesn't even look like me. Um, but like, I don't know. Like just something about cartoons and like my first tape. I used Japanese. Like I always joked. I was like, well, my life's like not a movie. It's like an anime. Like mm -hmm. it's different. It's weird. I'm really like superstitious and into weird things. And I just like I just sit around and watch cartoons, man. I'm not like I don't know. Like I feel like a lot of rappers like are your stereotypical rapper. Like I was like I want to be different. I just want to be myself. Like yeah. I'll incorporate things I love in real life into my music. Yeah, I like the image. Um, sorry I appreciate to interrupt it. you. No, yeah, I appreciate definitely. It. I think it's cool, and um, I think it's very bold and and superior of you to admit that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, overcome that's whole, things like that's that. That's where the whole like pill thing comes from. Mm -hmm. That's where the whole thing, like, it's like Batman. Like, if I could compare it to anything, like, Bruce Wayne was afraid of bats, right? right. Yeah. Like, a lot of people, like, see my name. They see my, like, thing. They think it's just some random SoundCloud rapper promoting drug abuse. And, like, you yeah. listen to me. I'm not that at all. No, you're but, totally like, different. But, like, I kind of like that people just think that because I was that at one point. You can put me in that category i used to just be some drugged out fucking kid didn't care and was reckless i've definitely and it been does that. draw in soundcloud fans and things to that yeah i mean I've, I've always loved the soundcloud i've had a soundcloud forever like before it was even a thing like that was popular mm -hmm. but um i created the whole like um i've always like when painkillers popped off like i remember that was like the first recorded song that really popped off it just um it got like 10k plays in a week and i had never done anything like that and i had mm -hmm. never really even put m much music out and i think it's because i had never put music out that's why it did so well but um so that was like yeah like that was kind of like the beginning of it and then um we used to be called rags to riches back in the day me and my friends like in our little group and things we wanted to be and like our little label that changed to rhyme capsule and I created Lil Pill because basically, like, with Matthew Carter and that To Whom It May Concern tape, I kind of, like, made people just look at me as, like, I'm this uh, constant artist. Like, I bar, like, I'm one of the, like, the rapper's rapper, like, super MC. Like, I'll battle anyone here. And, like, a lot of people wanted that from me. And, like, that's not what I am. Like, I can do that. But, like, I do so much other stuff that, like, I don't want to just make music like that. You want to be boxed in? Yeah. I feel that way constantly as an artist. Yeah, like, I was like, I don't want to, like, go on here and I can rap a million large-ass words and multiples, like, as many times you want. But, like, I want to make a real song sometimes, too. Yeah. Like, I want to rap about how I feel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't want to just show that I'm really good at wordplay. Like, that's yeah. that's cool. But, like, I think any artist will get bored with it after a while. 
And I think a fan base, too, like, it's cool. I think we all have those people who we go to when we want to get hype and just listen mm-hmm. to that. But when you think about depth and building connections with fans in, like, a, a community, that type of music where you're actually expressing yourself is necessary to do that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't feel like you're going to get super deep with just doing the, I'm going to spit bars all day long. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, like, it just kind of became to where, like, oh, that's Matt. He has bar Like, he's a freestyle rapper. He does. And, like, a lot of people, like, when I was shopping myself to, like, la- like, like labels, things like that, they're like, yeah, like, you know, you just need, like, uh, more club friendly or radio friendly song like all you you just have songs that are just three verses like yeah. there's no hook mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah and i was like and i didn't really like hooks at first when i first started rap because i didn't didn't really know like how to how write to go them. about mm-hmm. it yeah yeah i was like what what like i was like at first it felt corny i was like how the fuck i'm gonna write a hook the fuck i'm gonna like <laughs> rap about in a hook like so like it took time and like i said i created the um little pill thing kind of like as just like a punk statement kind of like fuck Matthew Carter and like fuck Matthew Carter fans because like it got to points where I was putting out other music and they were like yeah this ain't it mm-hmm. and I was like I mean that's cool like but they weren't bad songs like they so it was kind of like I'm gonna like see who's really because I don't like the whole thing with the uh the whole back then it was like real hip-hop versus mumble rap I don't really like that whole thing because like I grew up on southern music just as much as like Nas type like lyrical stuff like mm-hmm. it's like oh it's all like you have to be talented to do any of it. Exactly. Agreed. So I don't like the whole like real hip hop has to sound like Nas and AZ from nineteen ninety seven mentality people. I feel like that's like when people think like that, it's there's no evolution. If you just yeah, stay in that same yeah. place, you're just Good gonna point. make the same thing forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, but like when rap first started, it was really simple, like it kind of is now to certain songs like it's like a hip hop, a hip yeah. it, it wasn't like they didn't come out the gates being like super lyrical rappers. So like yeah. I feel like there's a time and place for everything. Like I love I love music with substance too. Like I listen to lyrical music, but just as much I listen to ignorant yeah, and crazy or like turned up music. For sure. And it just depends on how you feel. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, you don't have to uh, elaborate on this too much because of the dark days, but mm-hmm. um, I noticed the the times and the dates you said, you know, you were going through those problems. Do you think any of that had an effect on the the scene? And because that was around the time that you were doing all these shows. Do you think that yeah, had some yeah, influence on those problems? Yeah, definitely. Um Part of me going to Florida was to get sober, but I, I would just find drugs at shows. Like, mm-hmm. so I would I would go through like stints of being clean for a week or two, and then meet somebody who either had like some coke or pills or something. Just, just being around, just that yeah. And I, I was like nineteen, like yeah. in high school dropout. Like I had a kid already and yeah. stuff. I was kind of grown at that age, and yeah. I just was mm-hmm. like running around. Just I was at all these shows, had all these like you know. I kind of like just did whatever I could and just tried to have fun and like make a memory at yeah. that point. You know what I mean? I from up here in this small town and stuff, I'm getting around all these national artists. I kinda just got stupid. Yeah. YOLO. I feel yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm still here but like and I'm doing better than I was back then, but like I, I do definitely recognize like back then like I mean, the only thing that I liked about, like, music and, like, the drug thing back then is my music was probably a lot deeper. Like, that was really it. Like, one thing that I had to really learn how to do when I got sober was write music again because I didn't know how to do it sober. Like, tap into that part. Yeah, I'm like, how do I feel that way, like, when I'm on nothing? Like, I mean, I drink, I smoke weed, things like that, but, like... I used to be really like a party, like a fucking yeah. Act crazy. <laughs> I feel it. Me and Logue just talked about that earlier about how like 
the best uh, music comes from like when people are in their darkest places. It is definitely um, that for sure. I was agreed. definitely way more depressed back then too. I'm not. I'm way like. I mean, I, I got issues, but like, I'm not like you dark. Like, learned how to handle that and move through life. And yeah, stuff like yeah. That. Well, I've, I've, I'm bipolar, so like, I'll it. always have issues. Yeah. I'll always like extreme it's like, highs, extreme lows. Yeah, it's not the angry bipolar. Like, I'm not. I, I don't have anger issues. I'm more depressed. Like, I'll just get up one day and I'll feel like it's the end of the world, and I'll have no idea why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll just like, I'll, it'll feel like I'm mourning or something. Thing. Yeah, but yeah. there's really nothing wrong, so yeah. I kind of just try to like. When I have days like that, I just make music, and it comes so. with anxiety. That's yeah, where that yeah. song came from. Yeah, no, definitely. And I have I have mad panic attacks. Like ever since I got sober, like I think it's part of like getting sober. I have panic attacks now. I used to never have panic attacks. They yeah. hurt too. A lot yeah. of people don't know they're painful. <laughs> yeah, you feel like you're dying. Yeah, yeah. you just My your chest tightens explode. up. Yeah, your your throat feels like it's shutting. You just you don't know what's wrong with you, and like the more you think about it, you freak yourself out. Yeah, so. you got to stay calm. Yeah, so. How you help. going through all that gave you all this knowledge and it, you know, s- somewhat experience mm-hmm. to to connect with people on that level who who are going through that. Yeah. So I mean, as messed up as it is to say, I feel like that in a way made you a better artist or or more of a what's the word uh generally accepted or you can just reach relatable yeah exactly he's he's more relatable to certain certain crowds and he could really touch on those topics that that hit people you know that was that was like my whole thing at first when i like when i really like when i recorded that that's what painkillers is about like if you go listen to my song painkillers it's like a true story like everything that i rap about in there is what was really going on at that time and Mm -hmm. um Basically, like, I got kind of, like, labeled, like, because that was, like, my first big single. They were, like, oh, conscious, like, um, sobriety rapper. Like, you're kind of like a Macklemore. Like, you make these songs that are, like, to help people. And, like, people weren't knowing. Like, I was, like, I'm not, I don't, I don't say be sober. Like, I still drink and smoke weed. I don't want to sit here and, like, lie to people like I'm some drug counselor. Yeah. I'm yeah. not. But I'm just I'm telling human. you my story. Yeah, it's my story. And, like, um, it kind of, like, put me in a box where they're, like, oh, make another song. Make another socially conscious song. Make another like and then you have oh yeah this song's like I'm promoting a song I liked that I just had fun making they're like oh yeah but it's not painkillers like that was what I went through for like a year and a half before I did the whole little pill thing yeah. that's tough yeah, yeah but that like would suck. it just anything I made and like they were they weren't bad songs but they weren't like they just wasn't what people were expecting yeah they there wanted more of that and when I wrote painkillers I wasn't trying to write a socially conscious song I was just writing yeah. you know I just kind of like made it and then that's what it kind of turned into is like oh like because I had people that would hit me up like dude your song painkillers got me sober like I quit uh I quit doing heroin I quit that's doing awesome. things like that and I, it was really cool at first and I would share these messages and I would have relationships with these people but like when I stopped being that person like everyone kind of just disappeared disappeared yeah yeah because they're like oh well you still smoke weed and like, I would have, like, people be shitty to me about it. And, like, yeah. oh, well, you were always partying with girls. You drank, da 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 da, da. You're not. You're, you, you're no role model. You shouldn't do Like, and I was like, dude, I never wanted to be anyone's yeah. role model. I just like, told my story. And, like, yeah, put yeah. It, I put it out there. Yeah, and I wanted I to, like, you. give, like, I feel I feel like a lot of, like, especially back then, like, rap was, like, too glamorous. I was like, I wanted to do something, like, darker and realer. Yeah, I know for sure. Like, I like how you creatively think. I feel like it's really cool that you take people's perception of you and, like, put that into, like, I want to be seen in the way that I feel. So I'm going to do this, you know yeah. what I mean? Where a lot of people sometimes feel like they have to give their fans what they're asking for. So I have a lot mm-hmm. of respect for you being like, but that's not how I feel. I'm going to do this regardless of if it goes up or it doesn't because this is where I'm at right now. So shouts yeah. to you for that. I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. It, it was cool. Like I said, I, I lost uh, – I want to say a good 30 40 percent of my fans when i like 
I made a little pill to, and people didn't even hear it yet. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not Matthew Carter anymore. I was still going to always be like that. I just did it to kind of like be like um, clickbaity. Like, I feel you. know you what like I mean? I was, like, yeah. and I, I was like, I'm Lil Pill now. And they were like, I had people literally hit me up like, I'm blocking you. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's so it. stupid. <laughs> How could you ruin your career? Like, the, like you had so much potential. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what? Because I'm putting out a, and this is like 2015 too. Like the, everyone was a Lil, like on Twitter. I'm re- I was really into Twitter and like everyone was Lil. I was like, well, if I was a Lil rapper, like what would my Lil name be? And I was like, yeah. well, Lil pill i was like yeah. oh that's cringy let me do that <laughs> like let me do Based that like let me do it way. and make it cool though like i was like if i can make that cool i could do anything yeah that's so true. like so like i did that and like now i have people who only know me as that yeah like they're like uh that matthew carter shit i don't know like it's like, a, it's <laughs> I like don't a, know. yeah like because they're like i don't know because like it's too um it's too conscious man yeah like it's they're like that's like I have, like, a little, like, group of, like, rappers that, like, are, like, in, like, Capsule Gang. Like, some of them, like, I don't know in real life. We only know each other through the internet. But, like, yeah. they still rep and we're still part of the same team and stuff. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people are like, man, like, you need to be Matt or Pill. Like, you need to pick one. And I'm just like, I really, like, I'm both, bro. Like, I'll just, I always hype up the Pill thing because, like, certain, it's for certain people. Like, it's not for everyone. Yeah, for And sure. then the Matthew Carter stuff is definitely more, like just mainstream or radio friendly like just it's like me it's just all of me like Lil Pill is more just crazy and I abrasive feel you. like this part of you you're trying I don't want to be like the, the Eminem like cliche ass it's my slim shady thing but basically yeah. it kind of is <laughs> ain't nothing wrong it. with having an alter ego yeah exactly I got like several so we're about to get into this all right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. so we already heard about Lil Pill we've heard this reoccurring theme throughout the whole episode but I want to get into the other ones like Young Demon when did Young Demon come about that was the second Lil Pill song and it really popped off like that's when I met um house phone through no jumper like on the internet and I said I would just send my send my music to random people that were like not super big but just like big enough to where like I know that if like they heard it they might mess with it and they might talk to me yeah like they're like not super we'll like push it on up the yeah, line and like, I was just like yeah and he was like dude I'll, I'll repost it for you and I reposted it I got bought a repost from him and stuff and um I just like I don't know. Young Demon was just like it was a bar in the song. A lot of the times, if I can't think of a name for the song, I'll just use something I said, like a phrase from the song. Yeah. Just turn it into the title. Yeah, it's, that's that's what happened with uh, the freestyle the other day that I dropped. I didn't know what to call it, and I wanted to put it out. And uh, I, I hit top up. I sent it to him. He's like, "Man, that's the one. You need to put that out like right now." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I don't know what to call." It. He's like, "Make it something catchy." And um, I ended up calling it Kaneki, like a name from a character in an anime, but like. A lot of the times, I don't know what to name my songs. It's hard. It's really hard work. Yeah. Living Dead Boy is the next one, and that obviously... Yeah, that was an album. That was a, That's a great... I, I love that nickname. Like, that, that to me, like, was, like, when I wanted to get more on, like, auto-tune, emo, acoustic stuff, and I was like, I was like, what am I going to call this? And um, the project isn't just that, but, like, it's more, like, Living Dead Boy, and, like, that's basically, like... My serotonin's fucking depleted. I feel dead half the fucking time. It's hard yeah. for me to even, you yeah. know. And so they all come from, like, little things and derivatives and things. Yeah. Is there any uh, Rob Zombie, like, connection yes, to that? Yes, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm a huge Rob Zombie fan, Manson awesome. fan. Like, listen, but, like, Living Dead Girl was definitely, like, the Living Dead Boy thing. Like, it played into it for sure. I just wanted some cool, like, catchy-ass, like, Twitter name. And I was like, what, what can I be for this album? And that's what I chose, so. That's fire. I yeah. like Little Living Dead Boy. Probably it's my favorite one. But Little Seppuku is also dope because a lot of people don't know what Seppuku is. Yeah, suicide. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Little Put them on. Little, Tell little Seppuku. Um, that is like me on some like, I have a lot of like 
production that's like coming like you'll hear it more i got these songs i've been working on but it's like more oriental like asian chinese like samples things like that mm -hmm. and um i was just like and i love anime i was like well if i was in japan right now and like i was a rapper like what would my name be and i was like i'll be little seppuku like i was just like i have like a million i always think of names and stuff like i i've named a lot of rappers and friends and people that are around me like i've just give them aks yeah no no like i'll meet people like if they have a whack name like i'll tell them of like your name's whack you should be such and such or something and that's fire half the people i knew like from florida would do it you start like, naming all your pets that for the rest of your life. Just give them a rap <laughs> name. Names. Every dog you Yeah, ever like <laughs> my boy uh, Christian Lewis. Like he used to go by Christian Lewis and like um, he wasn't really like doing much. And I was like, you should be Clue, like C-L-E-W. Mm. Oh, there you and go. And he he, he rebranded and he like popped out. He's out in Cali right now. He does like he gets his little two three hundred dollars shows. And he like, still covers the name. He still yeah, holds he still the name. Use, yeah, he'll still hit me up to this day. Be like, dude, thank you. Like I needed that. Like it's wild. So it's like I need my royalties. Yeah, so tell me, need paid for that. Yeah. You have a good imagination, bro. Like yeah. I'm Straight telling here, like you're pulling from so many different places. Like it's, it's super lit to like hear it. in real time. Thank you. So thank if, if y'all yeah. are stuck and you can't figure out what your rap name is, I'll have my homie. Yeah, or your group or anything. I'll, I'll definitely I'm a human generator for sure <laughs> that's you. definitely it so that's, I heard you talk about Rhyme Capsule and I definitely found it when I was looking you up earlier tell us a little bit about Rhyme Capsule and who runs that and uh, I am the owner creator I, I'm the only person running Rhyme Capsule currently it was a couple more people running it with me uh, I just I don't talk to them as much especially during this pandemic everyone's kind of like doing their own thing so like mm -hmm. I had a couple more plays like set up with it before this before this happened, I had a show booked. Um, it was going to be our first show out in um, Martinsburg, West Virginia. And basically, I'm just going to like book and promote shows, do podcasts under the skits, name under Rhyme Capsule. Yeah, basically, I kind of just wanted to be like an MTV for this generation. Like kids don't have MTV anymore, mm -hmm. like how it was when we were kids. Oh yeah, that's cool. like, and that is a cool name also. Yeah, that's a dope ass name. I like Rhyme Capsule a lot. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. it. It just um. I created when I did the first Matthew Carter versus Lil Pill tape, and I was like, well, who's going to like, because like, we didn't want to do Rags to Riches anymore. We were like, it's kind of corny. We've had it since we were kids. Like, We need to like get a better name. And I just came up with it one day, and then everyone was like, Rhyme Capsule, and then like that's where Capsule Gang spawned from. And mm -hmm. Capsule Gang is like me and all my friends were working on like this big, like super good Collab project. Tape. Yeah, That's going to be fire. I can't wait till I that shit comes that. out. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, oh, dude. Thank you. No, thank you for telling us a little about that. Let's yeah, get yeah, in. it's it's like just like I kind of wanted to like like I said I'm a I'm an old school No Jumper fan. Like I miss when No Jumper was more like underground and like that's how I found out. Like I was like I was listening to a lot of artists that were like big big they're huge now, but like it kind of like I wanted to be like two or three steps ahead of anybody like everybody back then and um. Adam just always had like, yo, this is about to be hot. This is about to be hot. And he was tapped in back then. Yeah. So I was like, I want to know what's going to be hot. And I just kind of like, you know, and like I said, like, I'm like, out of all my friends, like we're a lot of it's like lyrical rap. Like people didn't really like the underground, like mumble rap scene and things like that in yeah. my like. So I, I kind of was like on my own and I was like, I'm going to do it my way over here on the east coast because like the west coast has so much stuff like that i don't think on the east coast there's really anything yeah i <laughs> i noticed like so much more diversity out there and so much more willingness yeah. and openness for things to sound different like it's not just immediately like and eh, get out of here it's like people are willing to like listen and be like oh, okay i see like you're you're starting to do something different so yeah yeah I feel you. la is cool i went out there uh i stayed out there for a week and i just like 
I just ran around the whole time. I barely slept. I kind of just wanted to like soak in all the culture because yeah. it's way different. It's like the polar opposite of here. Like you feel like like you're like wow, like it's like home, but it's not. Like there's just a lot of like weirdness in there. Does it feel like you're in a movie? I feel like sort of. so much. Is I saw going so on. much stuff that I like knew from GTA. I was like, yeah. wow, this is real. Dude, that's exactly <laughs> what I said when I went to Cali. Yeah, I was like, bro, like this is real. Like I've been here on this video game. Like this is crazy. <laughs> that's wild. And I was with House Phone, and like I said that shit out loud, and he just laughed at me. He's like, bro, you can't be saying shit like that when you're out here. <laughs> but that's like, how bro. I feel. I was like, bro, like, this is crazy. And I, I actually, I went to the studio with him. We, like, we half finished a song. It never came out or anything like that. But I, I was going to have a song with House Film back then. That was tight. It's a cool experience, yeah. even though, like, just to be able to be like, I'm out in L.A. in the studio making music. Oh, like. yeah. I was, I, was, I was definitely flexing on everybody. And everybody <laughs> was like, yo, how did he get to L.A.? Why is he at the new jump? This was like. Early 2017. Yeah. Yeah, like that's early. Super awesome. like, and that's when the pill like tape came out and shit. That's super wild. So he does something big, goes to Cali, and then loses a quarter of his fans because he drops the little pill tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. weird. Yeah, no like, win. people were, the like... was real. Yeah. And I, I didn't care. It was kind of, like, because, like, I'm always kind of, like, been, like, punk at heart, and I was kind of, like, I don't care if y'all, like, don't like me yeah. anymore. Like, my whole thing was, like, if, yo, like, if that's really all it took for y'all to, like, not be around me, then... You really weren't about shit it in mm. the first place to me. So like and like I said, I have I have core fan base. And I like for the past year, I've definitely gotten like more traction. Mm-hmm. For a while I wasn't getting any. But I, I quit for like a year. Like I stopped making music for a year. That was like two years ago. I feel it. So I kinda then I got back with shock and started back all over. I saw I was talking and we were chopping it up. Like I saw on your YouTube there was like a big break, like a big gap. And then like I saw Anxiety, which you just put out, and Soul Calibur. Mm-hmm. And that's I was like, this is a wave, like super different. Well, not super different, but like from the very beginning to there, different sound. But I, I like it a lot. I and appreciate I know, that. I remember hearing the snippet for Anxiety like months ago when I first stumbled across your page as a consumer. Mm-hmm. And um, you just released that song, or has it been previously released as a single? Or it just Anxiety's re- been out for over a year. We just um, single, right? actually did the video and stuff because I, I didn't know anyone to like do videos at first. And then I, I Shock was like, yo, get top flight. And um, at the time, bro, I, like I said, I just started making, like I, st- I just started getting my budget correct. At the time, I was like, I can't afford that. When I get my budget right, I will. And like, you know, like six, seven months later, I got my budget right to where I could just start moving the yeah. right way. Yeah, that you sure. wanted to. Mm-hmm. For sure. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like I plan to do way more videos, more solo videos at first. Like, I kind of just wanted to do the singles with Shock that did well up Waterworld. Get yeah. my like feet wet. Like and I, I'm still like, it's like, I'm still growing. Like I know where I want to go with it, but like I'm excited at the same time. Like I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm excited. Yeah, because you have so much like opportunity. I yeah, feel like. yeah, yeah. And I, I want to do it right this time. So like. With like these next couple of videos, I'm gonna really step it up. Like those videos are cool, but like I like I don't want. I'm not talking crap on them, but I'm really gonna step it up another notch. As now. you should. The yeah. imagination you have, like I can only, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it's no, probably gonna be you. some super cinematic stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and top and top's amazing. Like uh, God bless top. Like the past couple like you know experiences because if like me and shock just gone like he showed up we really didn't have plans for the videos we were kind of just like we'll do whatever like we're let's go here it. let's yeah. just go here let's just do whatever mm-hmm. the net a lot of my work from here on out is going to be way more planned and i'm going to have more treatments for my videos Dope. things like that Dope. so be on the lookout yeah yeah for sure for sure what was that process like making water world because i know like when i went on spotify like there was hella tracks on there and I know it's you and uh, is it Shaka? Yeah, Duke. Duke Shaka. Duke Shaka. Yeah. So what was that like? Like you just like 
in the studio cooking up. Me and Shock fell out for a while. Like we're like brother. Like me and him. Like me and Shock have gotten into like physical altercations. Like that's my brother. Yeah. That's best we, we, yeah, yeah. Like we we like we fell out for a while. And when we got back together, uh, we were like we need to do a duo tape, and we were just gonna like have both of our names. And I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. Let's just call it something cool. And like. Like guac, like guac, like his thing. Like they kind of invented, like you know how everybody says wet. Mm-hmm. They they were doing that in like 2009. Like they, they were saying that. I kind of think they started it. Like I low key because it's a Florida thing, <laughs> yeah. and they're from like we, we were all working out in Florida like back then, and like it just kind of became a lingo. Like everyone's like wet. Yeah. Like like yeah, that's wet. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> Chris Brown said it. A lot of people started saying it, and I. I want to say that my friend James Hannigan actually invented that. Like he was <laughs> wow. saying it before everybody. Yeah. So we were. I was like, let's do something like Waterworld. Like like let's call our duo Waterworld. Like yeah. that Kevin Costner movie. Mm-hmm. So like we. It's did a weird that. movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like, but like it's kind of cool because like we played into like the Dragon Ball Z thing and like used Namek, which was a world that was made of water. Like we kind of like. I went so many different directions with it, but I wanted it to be unique. It's mm-hmm. like subliminal. Like, p- only people who knew that backstory would know that. About yeah, the, yeah. The and like, like me and Shock, like the first Waterworld, it was just like a bootleg picture of like Piccolo and Vegeta. Like, <laughs> and like he was like, eh, we'll try with the next one. Like it doesn't matter. Like, cause, like we just started working together again. And he was just like, he put it out and it was just some shit. I was like, let's tell him let's get some better artwork, man. He's like, yeah, you're right, you're right. Let's uh, do Waterworld 2. And then a couple months went by. Uh, Shock just came through and stayed with me for like a month and like that's when we did Waterworld 2. I wrote I ghostwrite for other people. I wrote a lot of music for other people. I do that for like little cash here and there. Uh I just did a bunch of work and then one day I just woke up and I was like, Shock, let's do Waterworld 2. And we did it in like three days. That's dope. Like 72 hours just like being up like straight, just like easy money. Half of it's half of it's freestyles. Like half yeah. of it's just like, all right, I don't even know. Just put the beat on. Like I'm gonna just go in and like we'll vibe and whatever you like, we'll keep and then we'll just chop push it. Through and it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll punch in, figure something out, da 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 da. Yeah. A lot of it like like with Happy, um, we had that hook. We sat on that hook for like three or four days and like I was like, dude, like we're making this way too much. Let's just freestyle verses until we find what we like. Yeah. And that's kind of how happy was made. Like, things like that, you know? That process reminds me of, like, Tory Lanez when I see him, like, on live, like, going through his process. Yeah. Like, Tory's crazy. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's wild. Nasty. He's wild. Dude can sing. I, definitely on it. Yeah. Um, I'm jealous of singers, man. I wish I could sing better. I'm still learning. Like, I'm still, like, in a process of learning how to use my voice. Like, I, I got more I want to do and more things coming that are, like, you wouldn't even believe it's me. Yeah. That's like, kind of, like, what I want. I like the shock factor, like practice day and night for singing <laughs> like yeah yeah there's no yeah. letting up on that shit yeah exactly and then if you do it too much you lose your voice so uh-huh. yeah like you learn out the hard way yeah i've lost my voice for sure <laughs> just uh especially when i first like i had to learn how to scream i got a couple of like rage tracks where it's just like screaming but it's like it's still melodic and everything but like i had to like really learn how to push my diaphragm and like from the from the bottom of your stomach yeah 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 and like learn how to do all that and breath control and then figure out how to do it live because like i have a way bigger place now so i have space to rehearse that's dope fine that's super dope talk about uh the guac the guac people i don't Uh, know much about gaining wisdom and knowledge is what guac stands for. so it's an acronym yeah and um that's like kush which is james like my boy james kush kush manyan and um that's the guac lord he invented like the guac lingo guac like he came up with all of it and then shock was kind of like the artist out of all of it that was like 
Like, you know how ASAP Rocky didn't make up ASAP, but Rocky was like the artist that they he put. He was the front like, line. Yeah, like, Shock was like, like, yeah, because Shock, Shock's crazy. He's a machine. Like, mm-hmm. Shock's like a, a walking, like, you know, like he's an artist, singer, dancer, producer. Like, he does everything. So, and like, he engineers. Yeah, and he engineers. And so, like, he just does everything. So, we were kind of like, everybody was like, if anyone's going to pop first, it's going to be Shock. So, we all kind of rode that way. Put everybody, yeah, behind, yeah, behind yeah, Shock. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's still, I don't want to say it's still like that because we're all older now. We all, we all have our own thing going on, but as kids, for sure we definitely tried to push shock the most that's dope that's cool backstory too yeah they're out of florida or they're here too yeah florida north carolina south carolina um and virginia heavy yeah it's a big team yeah yeah and there's there's mad people that i don't know like i don't i only know certain people like kush i met through the internet but kush came and stayed up in my house for like a month and like we like vibed i've known kush on the internet forever like because it's dj's other best friend that's dope that's so so cool yeah Which is shock. It's crazy, the internet, man. You could yeah. be making like real lifelong connections through the internet, just randomly come across. Most somebody. of my connections are from the internet. Yeah, I don't, I don't really socialize. I don't go out. I'm, I'm not a club guy. Like yeah. I don't go. Like before the whole social distancing, like I wasn't at the strip clubs. I wasn't at the Same. club clubs. Like yeah. it's just not my thing. So you're like, this ain't really affecting me too much. Like I'm still yeah, just chilling yeah, in my yeah. crib. I, I work from home anyway, so like my lifestyle has not changed at all. That's wild. It's dope. What do you do for work, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I run a little studio out of my crib. Oh, cool. So yeah. you make you probably make good money doing yeah, that. Yeah, people yeah. just rent my studio out. I don't, I don't mix or anything. I, I no. was like, obviously, you need someone to mix here, but I have the space and the equipment. So Why That's not? That's dope. dope. Yeah. Cool, Hell man. Yeah. Well, I know you said you had some shows lined up that made this whole thing kind of crush that mm-hmm. yeah what's uh what's your thoughts now like with everything that's going on what you're trying to do like six eight months out like what's your thought process now with everything definitely uh more rhyme capsule events i'm gonna just push artists that are like that i believe in mm-hmm. you know like people that I, are my friends and that people that i've like <clears throat> met online that are just really good people yeah so i want to do that um i want to do more videos and i just kind of want to like really you know work on my first real album album like i put out tapes and stuff and then i put out a duo album with shock but i've never had a real solo album yeah yeah which would be fire i think everybody's yeah, gonna yeah. love that when that comes out yeah and like uh, you should call I, it little asshole yeah <laughs> something, i'm kidding something like that something like that uh no no the real the real album itself is uh it's it's funny because i came up with this name before the pandemic and everything it was called pandemonium and that's like wow. the, that's like the first album that i'm really like working on and i put that on hold and started working on the pill tape because um it's just more where my head's at more where the production's at that i'm finding that i like i was like so the matthew carter like album album will come but yeah. like right now i'm just doing one more like project on soundcloud I feel it. So where does Paluminati fall into place with that? Is that going to oh, be the album? The fir- yeah, that's the name of the album, man. The solo the, album? Yeah, solo album, and I'm going to do a little clothing line with the album, a little like drop, fire. like a merch drop, uh-huh. that's and that's like the name Is of the Is it going to be the, the capsule? Oh, it's going to be Paluminati, and that's going to be the name of it? Yeah, yeah, with the, with yeah. the album drop and stuff, so I'm going to do that, and... Yeah, like Paluminati is gonna be crazy. Like I like I put out one track from it, but it's six tracks, and the other my my real my first album will be seven tracks. So, and all it's like you know I got a I got a little bit of music coming. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Taking this time to cook up. Go ahead yeah. and uh, tell the people where they can find you at on all platforms. Uh, SoundCloud, uh, which is basically where you can find the meat of all my music, uh, which is SoundCloud.com/slash I am Matthew Carter. Instagram Matthew Carter thirteen. Um, 
those are basically the two main things I use as far as my music right now. I do have a YouTube channel, which is uh, youtube.com slash Matthew Carter TV, which is basically where I'm only going to be dropping videos from now on. I used to drop singles on there and stuff, but um, they just weren't getting as much traction. So I'm just going to strictly keep it visuals. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't dilute it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and like if like if like i said people certain people just don't like soundcloud though it's kind of strange like they're right i miss when you put more music out on youtube I'm like it's it's a track man yeah. you can play it either Same way it's a different yeah. app. people just don't want to download the app it's like literally boils well, i'm down pretty to sure that. i don't think you have to download the app to even play it like if you to click the it. link it just comes up on your explorer and just plays right i'm pretty so sure i think it's, it's different it's different yeah for like different phones cool. i think too yeah mm-hmm. that makes sense i don't know because I've had trouble playing them sometimes. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. No, fuck? I understand. I just uh, I even have the app. And it open like it'll open the fucking explore and be like, do you want to download the app? I'm like, I have the fucking app. Just go to it. Do you have the premium, Matt? Yeah, you do have the yeah. premium for yeah, it. Yeah, I do for sure. I just ran that. out of space on mine, and I, I might have to buy You're the like, premium. Like I might have to. Have, <laughs> I might have to yeah, it's like it's like seven ninety nine a month or something. It's not. No, that it's bad. not bad. No, yeah, it's not that bad. I, I have that because I, I just uh. I have, like, 60 songs on there, but I'm about to drop, like, in the course of, like, the next year between the Capsule Gang thing, Waterworld 3, my two... Pro- I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to drop, like, another 40 songs soon. Dope, so. Stay Plenty of content. Tuned. Real yes. quick, mm-hmm. um, what advice would you give to other up-and-coming artists such as yourself out there? Like, how, how do you think, you know... What advice um, would you give them to help them out? Uh, if you're trying to become an artist in this day and age, definitely branding is the most important thing. It's something that I'm not even as good as I could be at um, branding and marketing. Definitely look into it. Go to like seminars, like pay the little $500 for the like couple weeks classes or however it works. Like there's different package deals. Um, don't focus on what other people say and think about you. Like if it's if it's praise, yeah, take it in, love it, enjoy it, but don't let it go to your head and don't let other people and the way they think and feel manipulate how you make your art. Great advice. That's awesome. That's cool. I love it. Well, at any rate, folks, we are the Iron Skillet Podcast. Big shout-out to our special guest, Matthew Carter. Stay on the lookout for all his upcoming content. It's going to be fire. All right, y'all. Y'all take it easy. Peace.